everybody hi welcome to the wicked cruel podcast i'm mary and i'm vilma <laughs> and i almost forgot my name yeah it's like <laughs> mary i'm like i'm wait what <laughs> oh man how are you doing good good you i'm okay i'm doing pretty good yeah i have my headband on that uh my husband absolutely said he did not like because guys don't know no. fashion okay no it's adorable i've had a lot of encouragement on snapchat when i posted my sad story <laughs> uh, like only fishing for compliments that's <laughs> and then you got here and we're like it's pretty i was like okay i'll put it back on yeah no it is really cute <laughs> Thank fishing you. for compliments it's one of those felt cute might delete later <laughs> <laughs> i don't know how that got so popular to i don't do something know like that I don't know. That reminds me of something else that we used to do that we thought was so funny. Um, if one of our friends would post a picture or something, we would we would type first comment. <laughs> like, yes. Did you ever do that? Oh my god, that was in the MySpace days. Yeah. First comment, and yeah. it was like out of two comments. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Haha, first comment. Yeah. Did you ever have Zanga? No. Did you ever have Zango was like right before MySpace, mm-hmm. and I I don't know I have nothing more to add to the story. Yeah. But well, I had a live journal. Did you? No. So I think it's probably the same thing. Yeah, I think Zanga. I think so. But live journal was more mm-hmm. you just journal and you can edit everything on there and oh, like that's MySpace. Cool. But yeah, yeah, just like MySpace. I remember on MySpace when I figured out how to like add background music mm-hmm. to my page. Yeah. And so like whatever I was feeling. Yeah. <laughs> it would be like super emo or. Oh, and you man. really have to decide because that's like people's first impression. Yeah. When they come to your page. So yes. it has to be just right. And then your top eight. And then you can customize oh, it like top my four. God. Or have like just a top one. <laughs> Listen, I didn't talk to some friends for like weeks because <laughs> of the top eight. Like, oh. <laughs> or there'd be somebody that I despised in front of me on the top eight. Yeah. It didn't matter. I was on there. I was like, that person's in front of me. So you, I'm not your friend and you don't love me anymore. <laughs> man, oh, man. Those were the days. And now we're adults. And you have kids. <laughs> yeah. You have like a whole two kids yeah they're my, on my top two for sure <laughs> <laughs> oh god okay so um as i was typing my story i was like oh i need to talk about this and i need to talk about this like not story related yeah um so I think like episode two, I was talking about a show with shadow people. Yes, the one that you told yeah, me. Yeah, and I was good. like, oh, I'll talk about it next time. And then it like Forgot. completely, yeah, completely out of my mind. Um, it's called Monsterland. Monsterland, and you said it's on what? Don't know. I don't oh. know because I didn't write <laughs> next that down. time. She will be fully prepared. So in four more episodes, <laughs> you'll find out where to. <laughs> um. And the shower monster, the shower the hair, hair monster. Yeah, what's the update? Who cleaned it up? So Aaron, when he was, uh, whenever he was actually like doing the podcast editing, mm-hmm. I can't think of words today. When he was editing the podcast, um, that's the first time he had heard about it. Like his mouth oh. dropped and he was <laughs> like, I thought, what? He was like, I literally had it there so you would pick it up. Yeah. He's like, it wasn't my hair. And I was See, like, I told you he was. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and like, so he's literally been waiting for me to pick it up. And so he thought it was so funny and he kept laughing. And then uh, the next morning when I got in the shower, it was gone. Oh, okay. so, so I was like, 
there you go so yeah. no more hair monster i was wondering if if we'd have an update on that Ooh, you Good hear to that know. thunder <laughs> yes it is storming yeah here tonight so i'm a big old weenie when it comes to storms um okay so i got the story yeah. for you um it's a doozy that mm. since you said that in like the second episode i'm yeah. like that's the best <laughs> You can um, feel that word. Doozy. You can, like, you can doozy. feel it. Yeah, it's just a doozy. Um, okay, so it is actually about a serial killer that I had never heard of. Okay, and at work today, I was like, I know all the serial killers, and I didn't know about this one. Mm-hmm. And I'm and like, then I realized, oh, you know, I'm a teacher, and I probably shouldn't be talking about my knowledge of serial killers in front of all my colleagues. Oh no, and. But some of them have listened to the podcast and they say they really like it. Oh, big shout out to, <laughs> to your coworkers. My coworkers, thank <laughs> you. Yeah, and then uh, my friends, Anna, Amy, and Melissa, they started listening. And uh, they've been super supportive, so Good. that was cool. That's awesome. We're finally telling people we have a podcast, y'all. <laughs> um, Mary's telling people, if you know me and you're listening, <laughs> it's against my, my wishes. <laughs> hey, but Vilma got a new microphone, oh, so... Yeah. Because I feel like in the last episode, you you couldn't hear. I know, so She was whispering. She was trying to do... <laughs> Sexy radio <Yeah. laughs> voice. Oh, God. <laughs> Cringe. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Okay, so today I'm going to talk about Robert Hansen, the butcher baker. Okay. Okay. So... I might have just been living under a rock. Like, I'm afraid I'm going to tell this story and people are going to be like, you're an idiot and this is on everything. Why? Well, I, I don't. But- <laughs> Butcher Baker. Right. Hmm. It sounds like it would be familiar, but I mean, I have no idea who Robert Hansen is. So Right. Okay. So. I think, I think I'm thinking of something else. Butcher- I don't know. There's so many <laughs> serial on, this killers. Is, this is going to be like a side track thing, <laughs> but I think I know why I'm thinking of a serial killer. Why? So, um, you know those spirit Halloween stories? Yes. Ollie, my son, is uh-huh. obsessed with them. And there is one. there was one um, display that scared him, and it's a butcher pig. So uh-huh. it's like a man, but he has oh, a yeah. pig mask, and he's a butcher. So yeah. maybe that's what I'm thinking oh. about. You know, there are things floating around in my there head. There is. <laughs> There's literally, well, he's not a butcher, but there was like a pig farmer in Canada or somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard it on, like, I think My Favorite Murder did it last, but I've heard it on a lot. Um, but yeah, he was a serial killer. Okay. And I don't think he ever wore a pig mask, mask. but that's what I think about because yeah. he killed, he did butcher people. Okay, well, this is not, this is not it. No. So let's, let's hear about this guy, Robert Hansen, Butcher right. Baker. Butcher so, Baker. Butcher mm. Baker. <laughs> So starting in the late 1970s, um, police actually began receiving reports of missing sex workers and missing exotic dancers, and they were vanishing like without a trace. Um, But because of the work that these women did, police didn't really take it serious because they were like, oh, y'all have dangerous jobs, which I like it pisses me off because I'm just, you know, I mean, especially this day and age. I mean, granted, this was in the 1970s. Yeah. They were way more closed minded than we are now. Um, Lord knows God made me fat because I'd be up <laughs> making money if, <laughs> if I could. Um, so, OK, so in July of 1980, workers discovered the body of an unidentified female um, and she was given the name 
Eklutna Annie, 100% don't think I'm saying that correctly. And I don't want to do any dishonor to the deceased woman, but I even put it in like Google. Yeah. And I could not figure out how she was saying it. it. So if anyone is listening to this and knows the correct pronunciation, please kindly let me know because I really wanted to do an honor to these women. I don't ever, yeah, I don't ever want to say a victim's name wrong. Um, But it was just, I couldn't find anything. So she, her remains were, oh, I just saw a big thing of lightning and it freaked me out. Yeah. I thought it was this flash light here, but no. It's okay. I'll tell you a scary story. (laughs) Maybe we should turn off the lights and do like a Um, flashlight under the chin. No, uh man. Goosebumps. No. When Aaron and I, um, so we just celebrated our three-year anniversary yesterday, but back in spring break, we went to that cabin and we were sitting. Yeah, the mini cabin. And we were sitting around the campfire and it was just the two of us. And you're really far from other cabins. Um, Or I guess it was more of like a trailer, but... There was like the fire and then just woods and you could not see past like the light of the fire. Yeah. And we were telling each other like scary stories. Uh, you're, but you're crazy. I Googled like the one liners and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And so, you know, and but I was trying to tell it in like this really creepy kind of dark voice. And, yeah. Um, Aaron was like, stop. And we were both drinking. <laughs> <laughs> then we heard like a scurrying noise like of something running like oh, towards gosh, us. No. And we both were like. Nope, and we poured. Time to go yeah. inside. Yeah, we doused the fire, and <laughs> when we went inside, we were like, "Uh, uh-uh. okay, don't worry, so. I'll be your thunder buddy tonight." Thank you. I'm here, <laughs> thunder I'm here buddy. For you. Yes. <laughs> um. Okay. So, um, where was I? So, Eklutna Annie. Um, and she was actually named that because of the area that she was discovered. It was Eklutna Road. Oh, okay. So it's the name of. The road and the area, yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Because she was unidentified. And then another woman's body was actually found in the same area, and her name was Joanne Messina. Um, And her body, both bodies were actually too badly decomposed to find a cause of death. Oh. Um, Yeah. So then in September 1982, hunters found another shallow grave on the banks of the Nick River. It could be Nick. It's in I'm sorry. It's K-N-I-K. I would think Nick. Maybe Nick. Nick. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but the body was actually identified this time, and it was a 23-year-old named Sherry uh, Morrow. And she was an exotic dancer from Anchorage, Alaska. And we are in Alaska, everybody. I don't think I mentioned that in the beginning. Um, and she had actually been reported missing the year before. So... Her body, um, it was decomposed, but they were able to figure out how she died, and she was actually shot. Mm -hmm. And they were able to determine that she was shot with a Ruger Mini-14 rifle, which is, I believe it's a big game hunting rifle. Um, I know nothing about guns. Yeah. So. All right. Either, but I mean, if it's a rifle and it's for killing large animals i'm guessing right could probably do a lot of damage to like a human body exactly exactly well on june 13th 1983 um a 19 year old woman some said 17 but most of the sources that i found said 19 so a 19 year old woman named cindy paulson she was working um as a sex worker on the streets of anchorage 
And a man pulled up, and then after discussing prices and what he wanted, um, he asked for oral sex, and she got in. So as she was servicing him, he pulled a gun on her. Um, And then he quickly handcuffed her. He drove her to a house, and he tied her to a post in his basement. Um, And in the basement, she was looking around. There was, like, a ton of hunting trophies. And he actually had his name on some, so she was like, okay, he knew his name was on this stuff. Like, he's Mm going to kill me. That's kind of what she was thinking. I was going to say good eye, like, for her. Right. She was able to notice those details. But, yeah, that's scary, the realization that you're like, wait, if he's showing me this or letting me see this, it's not going to be good. Right. Well, and, I mean, obviously, like, he was an avid hunter because I think that it was a whole lot of them. Oh, wow. So that's terrifying. Um, But... She was repeatedly sexually assaulted, and then he fell asleep, and then the man, when he woke up, I guess she was trying to get, un, you know, uncuffed and all that, and she just couldn't. Um, but when he woke up, he made her get dressed. Well, then she was driven to a small airport, and he told her that he was going to take her to a cabin um, in the woods that he had taken many women before, and they were going to fly there. So as he was getting out of the vehicle... Um, she made a run for it. Yeah. And she was still handcuffed, but she made a run for it and she did not stop. And he was screaming for her and he was like, get back here, you bitch, you know, and she was just like, peace out, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So a guy by the name of Robert Yant or Yunt could be a typo in the sources. It could be Robert Young. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But his first name was Robert. Different Robert from the murder. Um. So he was driving and he saw Cindy with her hands bound and she was pleading for him to stop. He did stop. If I, man, y'all, this is thunder. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if the mics are picking up on the thunder, but it's adding like the perfect background to the story. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. <laughs> the suspense. I know. Um, okay, so he did stop and he picked her up, which is good because sometimes you hear about these people who get away like on I Survived and like it was five to ten cars before somebody yeah. actually okay, stopped. Okay, but think about this, Mary. You're driving, it's dark, it, and you yes. see a naked person. Are you going to stop? Right, I agree. I mean, I, I don't know. I would be scared. I would right. be scared that... Like, are they on drugs? Are right. they? Is this a ruse? Is there somebody right. hiding? is this a yeah. ruse? That is my number one fear or like God. hesitation to help anyone. And that's so sad. Well, it's sad that that's the society that we yeah, live in. Yeah, like that's you feel like if you're oh. nice or show any type of vulnerability, people yes. are going to take care, take advantage of and you. And they do, true. and that yeah. like more often than not, they do. I feel like yeah. I'm just I'm a big old pessimist anyway. I know. Though when it comes to that, I feel like I am too. Yeah, but I mean that's how you survive. Yeah, you know you got to be mm-hmm. survival of the fittest. Whatever. Yeah, <laughs> is it fittest or fittest? I use big words. Like, I use big words sometimes, and I don't know what that means. Survival of the finest. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Okay, so I'm glad that this guy stopped for her. Right. Um, She was really, she was in shock, and she was just happy to be away. And so, like, she told this guy that she wanted to go to the motel that her boyfriend was staying at. And when she got to the motel, um, I guess the employee at the motel either saw her or talked to her. Well, the employee called the cops. Because she had told the employee, like, what had happened. Right. 
Um, and the cops came and took her to the hospital so that she could get a rape kit. And it was within like an hour. Yeah. So, um, and of course, once they did the rape kit and all this, like everything, all signs were pointing to, yes, this happened to this woman. She was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And she had his name. Yes. Yeah. And so um, because she was able to give such a detailed description, she was able to give a description of his house, his basement, what he looked like, the airplane that he parked oh, by. Yeah his name, everything, um, they were able to identify him as Robert Hansen. So Robert Hansen was a local baker, and he was actually, like, thought to be a really upstanding citizen of Anchorage, Alaska. Of course. Like, he was really known. He was a business owner. Um, so just a little background on him before we go on. He He grew up in Alaska, but a different part of Alaska than Anchorage. And growing up, he was, by all accounts, a really tiny, small, skinny guy. Um, And he had really bad acne, and he had a bad stutter, like a really bad speech impediment. Um, He got teased a lot, and he was not popular with the ladies. So a lot of people think that because he was teased so much, a lot and a lot by women, that, um, you know, he formed a hatred for him. Right. So there's that. I lost my place. Okay, so when even though he grew up in Alaska and he tried to move away from where he grew up, he had a long history of run-ins with the law. It included rape and arson. And his first recorded crime that I could find was him burning down the school bus barn. Wow. Yeah. I was like, the fudge? You know? (laughs) Um, But he managed to, like, always get off. He never, like, really had to do a lot of time. Um... And he really, he just had little punishment. And then he was able to live a normal life. Like, he moved away. He got married. He had a wife and kids. Oh, no. Yes. That obviously had no idea what kind right. of monster he was. Right. So, when the police took him in, I mean, you know, obviously they're thinking, oh, man, like, this girl pinpointed you. Um, but this piece of crap, he was able to convince the police that he was innocent because two other men who were also just crazy respected citizens in Anchorage, mm-hmm. they gave him an alibi. Oh, yes. God. So they vouched for him. They vouched for him and they gave him an alibi and um, it ended up becoming sort of a he said, she said. And so the police looked at it as, okay, do we take the, you know, the sex workers? Right. Yeah, word or for it. Or do we take exactly this, you know, respected man so they took his word for it um god which just pisses me off what about the rape kit right exactly well they thought that some john just got too rough with her and she was just upset working Mm -hmm. and but in my head it's like i even wrote down this is later in my notes but i wrote down like if someone's thought to be innocent until proven guilty why aren't people thought to be telling the truth until proving that they're lying right it's just i don't know it it really, it just hits me. Everything just keeps making me so angry Yeah. in this. Um, okay, so that was in June of 1983. He got off. Okay, well, in September of 1983, there was the body of 17-year-old Paula Golding, and she was an exotic dancer, and she was found also on the banks of the Nick River. Um, and she had been murdered the exact same way as Sherry... Morrow. Okay. That second so, victim you talked mm-hmm. about first. Okay. Yes. And Morrow, it's M O R R 
O-W. It could be pronounced a few different ways. Tomorrow, maybe? Maybe like it tomorrow? could be, like, yeah. I was thinking, like, yeah, exactly. So I'm not sure. Um, again, you know, I want to yeah. respect the victim. So there was an officer by the name of Greg Baker, and he was one of the original officers that investigated Cindy's case, the one that got away. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't the one who actually decided, like, oh, we're closing this, whatever. Right. Um, he always had suspicions about Robert Hansen. I wrote, duh. Yeah. Um, come on. So he actually contacted an Alaska state trooper named Glenn Floth. Floth. F-L-O-T-H-E. Floth. Floth. All right. Okay. Sounds right. See, listen, until, like, talk about a speech impediment that this serial killer had. <laughs> I couldn't say world or pearl. Until I was like a lot older. It would be like pull, world. <laughs> so when I see words I don't know how to pronounce, I'm immediately like, oh my God, I'm going to say this wrong. No. Golly. Um, okay. Last, last names are hard anyway. They because are. Because people yeah. pronounce them differently. English is hard. Yeah. Let me just say that. You can, words are spelled the same and pronounced differently. God. English is my second language. So yes. you know what? I always say that when I mess up a word, but it is. And it's hard. So listen, at least you can say that because English yeah. is my one and only <laughs> language and I suck at it. So <laughs> um okay, so Glenn Floth, who he looked at all of the evidence that uh Greg Baker had presented with him yeah. and he was in 100% agreement. He was like, yeah, Hansen needs to be at the top okay, of the suspect yeah. list. Gosh, at least two people. Yes, exactly. Well, sense. because of this, they ended up reopening Cindy's case, okay. which like that had to be such a relief because to go through that whole ordeal, knowing you're going to die and getting away just to have somebody be like. That didn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, which. I'm surprised uh, that she's still alive. I would have thought mm-hmm. that he would have come after her. Yes. With the vengeance because well I'm glad that she was still alive Mm -hmm. so her case got reopened yes well and so Flo re-interviewed the two men who provided Hanson with that alibi Mm -hmm. and wouldn't you know it it turned out that they lied can you keep your story straight uh uh-huh well so I guess they figured out like okay they're on to us like yeah we know it's too much and then i don't know if in the original interview with them if they knew exactly what he was being charged with but Mm -hmm. when they were re-interviewed they told them this is what he's being charged with and so i don't know if like that helped because they said yeah yeah well they said that they um thought that it was like a domestic dispute Mm -hmm. in the beginning so they say i don't know you know but they also said that hansen had something on them and he was threatening to go to the police if they didn't cooperate yeah wow so which like someone can blackmail me all they want but i mean if i know that they've committed some like like terrible crime crime, i'm like dude no yeah so um finally the police got a warrant because of this to search hansen's house they ended up actually finding that he kept trophies from all of his rapes and murders, like jewelry. Oh, okay. One source said that he kept body parts, but I didn't find that in anywhere else. Yeah. So, um, but for sure, jewelry. Yeah, I, I would think it would be harder to keep a body part right without someone having some suspicion. Exactly. Well, and they found a ton of guns, which uh, again, it's Alaska. That's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was an avid hunter. 
but they found a Ruger Mini 14 rifle, okay. which was used in at least two of the murders that they found. Yeah. Um, and so he was arrested in October of 1983. So it's only been a few months since Cindy's ordeal, but yeah. I mean, I'm sure it felt like forever. An eternity. Yeah. yeah. Poor girl. Yes. And so he quickly admitted um, to everything, to Flothe and uh, Sergeant Daryl Galen. Um, I might have mispronounced. It's either Galleon or Galen. I don't know mm-hmm. if I did a typo. Um, but it was actually worse than like anything they could have imagined. Like oh. they thought this was all he had really done. Yeah. Um, but no. There's so more, more victims. Yes. So in there's actually a book titled uh, Butcher Baker, a true account of a serial serial killer. And it's by Walter Gilmore and Leland Hale. Um, and this is an actual quote from the book, but a quote from Robert Hansen himself, and it's how he would get his victim. So it says, I pull out the gun. I think the standard speech was, look, you're a professional. You don't get excited. You know there's some risk in what you've been doing. If you do exactly what I tell you, you're not going to get hurt. You're just going to count this off as a bad experience and be a little more careful next time who you are going to proposition or go out with. You know, I tried to act as tough as I could to get them as scared as possible. Give that right away, even before I started talking at all. Reach over, you know, and hold that head back and put the gun in her face to get them to feel helpless, scared, right there, I'm sure. Maybe it's not the same procedure for you. You always try to get control of the situation so things don't start going bad. Maybe I've seen some cop shows. I don't know. Like, and he just talks, like, nonchalant to them. He, yeah. They say, like, he never shows fear, never shows remorse. Um, he's just full of anger. It yeah. like. Hatred, bitterness, just, he's crazy. So that was the quote of how he would do it. But what he would do to them, he would pick them up. Mm-hmm. And then after they performed a sex act on him, um, he would obviously show them the gun and all that. Well, then he would take them to his airplane and he would fly them into the Alaskan wilderness and make them strip. He would then tell them to run and he would proceed to hunt them down with either a knife or a rifle. (gasps) Yes. Uh That's crazy. Like, can you imagine? That's terrifying. That's, I mean, it's like a movie. Right. Like, it's like there is a movie of this actually, um, and it stars Nicolas Cage and Vanessa Hudgens. Um, oh, what? Yes, it's it's a Netflix movie that I've seen so many times, and I'm always like, oh no, but now I'm gonna go watch it. I haven't What's watched it, it yet. Called? It is called Frozen Ground, or I will when I finish yeah. this, I will definitely look it up. Um, is Nicolas Cage the bad guy? You think? In no, Nicolas okay. Cage plays a cop, and actually John. Cusack, Cusack, however you say his uh-huh. name, he plays the bad guy. Okay, I was going to say, I can't see him as a bad yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he ended up flying detectives and, like, or detectives fl- flew with him because it was, they were so out in the wilderness. Um, and he pointed out 15 graves and 12 of those graves, like, the police didn't even know about. Like, nobody had found them. They didn't even know these people were missing. So he just volunteered all this information yeah because they i mean he they had him for so much already 
Um, and I believe he took a plea deal. Um, he took a plea deal and they were like, oh, you'll only be charged for four of the murders if you just tell us where everything else is yeah. to avoid the death penalty, okay. which like I just mean, take still- him out back and shoot him. I mean, that's my opinion, but whatever. <laughs> like, yeah, I get it because they want to know to get justice for all the families. I mean, definitely they want to get as many names right. as possible. Yeah. Um, so the out of the 15 graves that he showed, they only found seven more bodies I mean, out there in the wilderness, there are bears. There's all kind of stuff. So it wasn't that he was lying necessarily. It but might not have not survived. Right. Evidence. Yeah. Well, a couple of the bodies that they found, I guess, had you could tell they had been eaten and stuff. Like, Yikes. or they found parts. So they weren't, they they knew he was probably telling the truth. Um, so besides the other victims that we have talked about, it was there was also Sue Luna, Melee Larson, Delyn Frey, Teresa Watson, Angela Federn, Tamara Peterson, and Lisa Fertrells. Um, and of course, some of the names are probably wrong, but I just think it's important to mention those women. Wow. Um, and those were the ones identified. Identified. Right. Yeah, identified. He's thought to have killed 17 to 21. But then be as many, be responsible for as many as like 30 rapes that he just scared the women into um, not telling and stuff. Right. So. But didn't actually kill them. Mm-hmm. Well, and apparently the summer of 1983, um, I thought it was in my notes, but I guess the summer of 1983, he wanted to have like a summer of fun is what he called it. Mm-hmm. So. He sent his wife and his kids, like, on a European vacation, which Aaron would never send me. But I might, like, he'd be pissed if I went to Europe right. without him. Well, now you better worry if he does send you somewhere. Right. Because. I'm going to be like, uh-uh. You the butcher? You yeah, the butcher right. Baker. Exactly. So why was he called the butcher baker? So, um. Oh, he, he was, he was a baker. Oh, okay. Did I not say that in the beginning? I don't know. I don't, maybe. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. I think I just said he was an upstanding citizen. Yeah, he was. Like, everybody loved his baked goods. Everybody loved his baked goods. And they he to was. die for. No, sorry. <laughs> oh. That's not. You're so stupid. It's not nice. Not nice to say. But, um, no. Uh, but, yeah, he was a baker. And, okay. And that's why he was, like, a small business owner and everything. Dang. Yeah. yeah damn. That's, that's, like, the whole point of the story. I'm sorry, y'all. Okay. So, he sent the lady, the, the wife and the kids away yes he sent them away so that he could bring girls to his basement and do this to them oh so he wanted to do it at home yes instead of having to fly all the right. way to the forest oh yeah my God. sorry to put you out yeah asshole. Geez. um all right so hansen was ended up he was sentenced to 461 years in prison without the possibility of parole mm-hmm. for the murders of paula golding joanna messina Sharon Murrow, Morrow, um, and Eklutna Annie. So he died um, at the age of 75, comfortable in a hospital on August 21st, 2014. Wow. And that just made me angry too. Yeah. Because I'm like, just like, how is not, how is something not done to him in prison? I mean, maybe it was, but. Obviously, he lived to be 75. Yeah. And this was all back in the 70s and 80s. And he, 
They think he was active from like 70 to 83. Th- those are a lot of deaths. Mm-hmm. So unless he's doing like, you know, one a week, like right. you have to spread him out. Well, and think about it. If he was a small business owner, like... That takes he was, up most of your time anyway, well, don't you think? But I'm sure that his wife probably thought that that's where he was half the time. And or he hunting. was out doing this. Well, and that, yes. And he was known to hunt like big game, like deer and sheep wow. and all kinds of stuff. Um, so yeah, that is the story of Robert Hansen, the butcher baker, because he was a baker, as I forgot to okay. say in the beginning of the story. So he was a butcher because he was butchering these people. Because he was butchering these people. But he was a baker by trade. By trade, yeah. Wow. That's crazy. Well, yep. Butcher Baker. Very interesting. I, I wanted to say, like, well, he still suffered because he was in jail, but he was probably so proud of what oh, he yeah. had done. Because he if he never, volunteered that information, yeah. he did that just to for his own benefit. Mm-hmm. Oh, he never showed remorse. Right. Like, when they've – there's so many books on this. Um, there's, like, a Discovery Channel – um in interviews and stuff it was always bragging yeah and i'm just like you're such a piece of shit yeah especially if you're like receiving trophies for like your actual hunting right it i feel like to him it probably felt the same Mm -hmm. the more people that knew about it the better he Mm -hmm. must have felt which is sad to say but yeah there's a lot of really good sources um which you know of course they'll be in the podcast notes i would really I would recommend that you guys go Google him. Um, I mean, I feel like I just touched on some of the information. Right. And it would be hours and hours and hours if I talked all about it. Um, But really go dive into it because it's just absolutely insane. And we'll post a picture of him. But, like, he looks like just a normal guy. I'm going to show you a picture of him. Yeah. Well, because, you know, sometimes you see a picture of a serial killer and you're like, oh, yeah, he totally looks like he could have done all these Mm -hmm. crimes. And then there are some people that, I mean, it looks like your neighbor, you know? Right. So this is a picture of him holding, like, one of his sheep horns. Yeah. He he looks almost like a nice Mm -hmm. guy. Like, that's what I would think by looking at him. Like, he's not bad looking. He's, I mean... Granted, yeah. it's a black and white picture, so they say that he had a lot of, like, acne scars and stuff. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, he doesn't look – I mean, granted, his mug shots and stuff look – Okay, yeah. you can tell he's a killer. And that. he does not look happy. No. <laughs> that mug shot. I hope. He was absolutely miserable. Yeah, we'll put that on Instagram so you guys can see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the – Robert – I'm looking up the movie – Oh, the Netflix movie? Mm-hmm. Yeah, now I want to watch that. You said it had Vanessa Hudgens. Yes. It's called Frozen Ground. The Frozen Ground. I'm sorry. And it came out in 2013, so the year before he died. Um, so it's Vanessa Hudgens. It has uh, Nicolas Cage and John Cusack. Is that how you say his name? Cusack? Cusack. Cusack. Yeah. Yeah. So... I'm really interested now. I yeah. mean, it'll probably be a movie that Aaron and I watch this weekend because I'm interested. I, right, it's just, yeah. At Especially first, when I was you like, know eh. what it's based on. Yeah. Well, I didn't know that this. Uh, literally, I know so many serial killers, mm-hmm. and I, 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 I've never heard of this before. Yeah, I, I hadn't either. So I just, I mean, it sounds there's tons. There's a book I think where they talk about like people hunting humans and stuff, and then you think you know of like 
creepy movies and, like the purge i think yeah one of the purge movies they were hunting people. yes like yes really rich people yep were grabbing like all the like people that were living in poverty right and then bringing them in for the yeah. purge and, hunting and like them. that's what you think about and then this is actually like a real guy that was yeah. doing that and i just feel so bad for the his victims fear. And... i know i can't even imagine no okay a forest in the dark is scary yeah. by itself i can't imagine having yes. someone saying run yeah and knowing like they're chasing you mm-hmm. and they know those woods like mm-hmm. the back of their hand and yeah. there's grizzly bears and there's like everything and you're just like oh yeah that's scary it just makes me mad i just really wish he would have had some horrible death in jail yeah i don't wish death on anybody but i mean he's already dead so it's not me wishing death on a live person i just wish he wouldn't have been comfortable in a hospital right like kudos to nurses who have to like take care of these people that have done awful stuff and true mm. yeah but all right well that's yeah, that my story. Good, that was a good story. I'm glad you Thank told you. that. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I have the mini for the week. I'm so excited. Um, <laughs> the mini. <laughs> oh God. I guess that's just the name now. Yeah, the, the mini. mini. I feel like that's what's stuck. This is episode five, and we're like, eh, the mini. Is it episode five already? Wow. Yes. Okay. Cool. <laughs> I know. Five weeks of this. I'm really proud of us. I'm gonna tell you about the. Futakuchi Ona. Ooh. That is Japanese. Okay. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm probably, you know, obviously, I don't know anything about Japan or the Japanese language, so I'm sorry if that's not how you say it. I tried Googling it, and yeah. I don't know. This is all. This Google, is no, seriously, Google <laughs> Google, you're not, no help. <laughs> it was not my friend with any of these names. So the Futakuchi Ona, let me, let me start off, okay? So according to Japanese folklore, there was a small rural village in Fukushima where there lived a man, and he wasn't necessarily poor, but he was cheap. (laughs) He was so cheap that he would rather live alone all by himself so that he didn't have to support anyone else like a family, like Mm -hmm. not even a wife. So one day he meets this woman that caught his eye because... She was this cute little thing who was a really hard worker, but most importantly, she didn't eat. Like, she hardly ate anything at all. So, and I guess she told him, like, yeah, I, I don't eat. Like, <laughs> okay, bitch. Like, I eat, and I make sure people know I eat. But she was oh like, gosh. yeah, I don't eat, you know? know? So when he found out about this, he was so thrilled that he decided she was worth marrying, and he, like, wiped her up. He was like, yes, like, she's not going to cost me anything. So, <laughs> Um, everything was going great in their marriage and he felt like he had made a good investment because she was in fact a hard worker, always, you know, had the house clean and she never gave him any trouble. And that was until he realized that something weird was going on. So he had food supplies that he noticed were steadily decreasing and he was like, I know I'm not eating all the rice and like my girl doesn't eat. So what the hell is going on here? So he was so cheap that he had to get to the bottom of it. Mm -hmm. Like he couldn't let it go. So he knew that he had that she had something to do with it because this just started happening after they got married. So maybe she was giving it away or maybe she was secretly eating it like behind his back. So instead of asking her like a normal person would do, he decided to secretly stay home from work and try to catch her in the act. Petty. Like, oh my just gosh. ask her, hey, yeah. where's, have you noticed the food is like disappearing? Right. <laughs> so 
He pretended he was going off to work and then he hid outside where he could spy on her through the window. And then soon after, he saw her going to the pantry and she started loading up her tray, like rice, snacks, all of it. Uh Like just a giant pile of food. (laughs) Um, So he was like, I got her. (laughs) But as he got ready to confront her, he noticed that she just set it all out on the table and then she sat down facing away from the table. She had her back to the food and as she sat there, she began letting her long black hair down. And as he watched her, he saw that her hair started moving on its own, like tentacles. Oh, shut up. And these tentacles started grabbing the food. Then the hair on the back of her skull split apart and revealed a pair of big fat lips. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, I can't say fat lips with a straight face because I just imagined them. um, So she had a mouth on the back of her head that opened up, showing sharp teeth and a long, wet tongue. And then the hair started feeding the mouth balls of rice. And the cheap man heard it moaning and slurping as it devoured the food. (laughs) He was horrified. Mm, Yeah. So he realizes that he had married what is called a futakuchi ona, a Japanese monster that takes the human form of a woman with two mouths. So I don't know if he was more scared that she was this awful beast or he was like, this is going to cost me a fortune. (laughs) (laughs) So he decided that he wanted to divorce her. He's like, Uh I'm leaving her. Um, She's got to go. But when you're afraid, to, I'd right? be like, she's going to eat me <laughs> yeah. if I try to leave yeah. her. Well, she realized that she was caught and she was angry. So she was like not having it. Right. Mm-hmm. To death do his part. So he ran away from her, but she chased him. The mouth on the back of her head screaming like a demon. And oh he was finally God. able to escape successfully by hiding in a marsh. Uh-huh. And she wasn't able to find him. And that's all we know about his fate. But I mean, that's what he gets for being a cheap ass. So. <laughs> Um, it's so crazy, treat right? your women right. and don't. Yes, let us eat. Jeez, <laughs> God. So wow. there are different versions of like the origin mm-hmm. of this mythical creature, the Fudakuchi Ona, mm-hmm. and how she came to be. Which, by the way, Fudakuchi means like I know the word kuchi sounds funny too. <laughs> I was like laughing, but um, okay, Fudakuchi means like two mouths, and then oh, Ona okay. means woman. So the oh, two mouthed okay. woman. Um, but my favorite version of how, like, this, like, how she comes to be. So it's said, it is said that there was a not-so-nice woman that married a man. And then this man had a daughter from a previous marriage. And then after they got married, they had another daughter. So she had her daughter and her stepdaughter. And this woman, she was, like, not a great stepmother. Uh, she would wait for her husband to go to work and then he, she would mistreat her first daughter by starving her and only feeding herself and her own child. So kind of like Cinderella. Right, you know? yeah. Just like an evil stepmom. And then eventually the poor stepdaughter perished from starvation. So really sad. And as punishment for her evil doing, the stepmother is cursed by growing a second mouth in the back of her head a mouth with an unquenchable hunger that would howl if it wasn't fed enough. So she had to deal with this burden and, like, this great pain. That's literally my dog. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so hungry all the time. He will literally paw at my phone and, like, bring my phone down and just, like, get in my face and stare at me. Until you feed him. Yeah. (laughs) Like, bitch, you see me? (laughs) 
Um, so that was like her karma for okay. killing her stepdaughter. She was always well, hungry because that's what her stepdaughter felt, you know, right. hunger until she died. So that's the tale, like in Japanese uh, folklore, that if so, like if families see that like they're missing food or something, they'll uh-huh. be like, oh, there must have been like a furikuchiona yeah. or whatever. Oh my gosh! Wow. Yeah, but I don't know. So it kind of. I was like, it's kind of like one of those like not super scary stories. Right. Like it's more maybe scary for little kids. I didn't really get scared by it, but it creeped me out. Yeah. Like anything with a mouth mm-hmm. or hair right. creeps me out. And then it reminded me, I had a nightmare one time, um, like when I was in middle school mm-hmm. or elementary, I can't remember, but it was, I could see my sister and she would tell me that her head hurt or that her head would itch. Mm-hmm. And in my dream, like I went up to her and like parted the back of her hair oh, and up. it was like a pineapple, <laughs> like, like, you know, like a rough yes. yeah. scaly, yeah. it was like a pineapple and I could, like, I can hear it like opening, but that's all I remember. And I don't know what that means, but if anybody out there interprets dreams or can tell me like how to decode that, maybe <laughs> you should help me out because <laughs> It, it's got to mean something. Like, it haunts me still. Like, I still think of that dream. I I know you, and so I, I think it, I can see why you're scared. But to me, I thought that you were going to tell me something, like, so what? creepy. Like, there was, like, a face or, like, spiders yeah. or something. You're like, it's a pineapple. It's a pineapple. <laughs> okay. Not like a funny pineapple or a delicious pineapple. It's a, like the, you know, you don't want pineapple skin it's a scary, on the back of your head. It's a scary pineapple. Yes. A like it's just pineapple like, monster. Ugh, gives me the creeps. But. Like it's raining y'all and it's thundering and I'm like getting chills and I'm like, what was in the hair? Like and then she's like, a pineapple. <laughs> oh God. That's yes. funny. But yeah, it's, it still scares me, but yeah. I don't know. With a, a lot of these, like, scary stories or, like, Japanese um, stories, I feel like hair yeah. is always, like, a part mm-hmm. of it. Um, Japan has some crazy folklore. Yeah. Like, when I've been researching for my minis, mm-hmm. I'll find it. But, again, you know me and pronouncing things, so it yeah. always scares me. <laughs> and uh, I'm like, oh, man. But they have stuff that I'll be sitting there and, like, literally get creeped out yeah. just reading them. Yeah. And then there's some that take... Like, I don't feel like I could do it justice in a mini because mm-hmm. it's very detailed. Detailed, yeah. So. I'm, obviously, this is probably one of their more popular ones or something that they all know about. But I hadn't heard of it. I hadn't so. heard. No, I've never heard and of it. There, there is like a character in a movie that I watched once. I can't remember the name of it. But she had like a, a mouth on the back of the head. Oh, so maybe, okay. the, you know, they got the idea from this mm-hmm. folklore. Because obviously, these are ancient right. things. So... Yeah, it's. Well, I know. It's is it weird. the grudge that, like, when she's in the shower, like she has like a oh, hand or something? It's not. Yeah. I mean, one of those movies. Yeah. yeah. And then I was thinking, why is the long hair so scary? Mm-hmm. And I don't think it's so much that it's long, but mm-hmm. more like when it's unkept, unkept. Yeah. Well, when it hides the face. Yeah. If it hides the face. Yeah. The ring scary. is what I think. I feel like started right, that. I mean, the and the ring. grudge. The grudge too. Like. Yeah. Listen. I think it's got to be something like if somebody has their hair like that, like they're crazy or they're not well or they're dead, Mm -hmm. you know, so your brain probably automatically thinks this is weird. Yeah. So I can see why it would be creepy. But But it's like at nighttime, you know, like when they say the pile of laundry in the chair turns into a monster. (laughs) All the shadows. Yeah. That is real. Y'all know me as shadows. 
Listen, well, so that show. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to well, watch it. My um, so my treadmill in my bedroom, it's on my side of the bed, and it's like upright right now because I was vacuuming and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I hung this like coat over it. Well, the coat arm was hanging down, and then you had like one of the. I don't know, like the poles of the treadmill. Yeah. Um, but it looked like a person standing there. Oh god. So no. when I would like <laughs> open my eyes, yeah. it'd be still dark and it looked like that. And I was like, nope. And I just leaned up and yeah. like jerked that jerked down it. because yeah. I was like, that ain't happening. No. Yeah. I have a nightlight in my room oh because my god, I'm a wait, free... so do I. Okay, I have a good. Too. I'm a it's... weenie. Okay, so it's not a nightlight per se, but the bulbs you can dim them mm-hmm. to where they're just like barely on. And that's what I have on all the time. Mine so. is, it's a, one of the wallflowers, like the plugins from okay. Bath and Body yeah. Works. And it says Merry and Bright because it's a Christmas one. And <laughs> I don't care. It's going to be Merry and Bright all yes. year long. <laughs> well, into my bedroom, there's like a little nook like before it actually opens up. And that nook is pitch black. And my little demon dogs will just stare into this like uh-uh. dark space nope. and growl. <laughs> and I'm like, no, we yeah. don't look at ghosts in this house. <laughs> like, yeah. So... Oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah, no. Man. All right, y'all. Well, like, subscribe. Please go to our Instagram. I have started keeping up Twitter a little bit. Not a lot. Just sharing whatever we post on Instagram. Um, But really go like our Instagram and DM us if y'all have any cool stories you want us to talk about. If y'all have any urban legends, witchy stories. Um, We would love to hear from you. From anyone. Yeah. Literally. Anyone. <laughs> Anyone. If you're a fan, let us know. <laughs> um, but all right. Well, as always, awesome. it's been great. Yes. See you guys later. Bye-bye.